Hey, it's the Rye Man coming to you with an extra special Broncos Country Blitz. They did it. The Broncos did it. They ended the streak. They beat the Chiefs 24-9 at home. Pulled off the upset. Woo! The one we have been waiting for. Does it feel good, Broncos Country? Yes, it does. Oh, yeah. Man, what a game. That was a total team effort. That thing was amazing. I was telling my friends, I was telling my wife, I think that game is my favorite game since Super Bowl 50. I'm serious. I'm serious. That was so much fun. Adam with Cromwell Sports that joins me on this podcast. We actually set up a big projector screen in his garage and had a huge big screen watching the game with some serious sound. And, oh, man, we set it up going, man, I hope we pull off the upset. And not only we pull off the upset, it was in dominant fashion. I mean, you looking back, and the reason I say looking back, I got home and I watched the game over again. Yes, I did. But we won in dominant fashion. They didn't really seem to have a chance when you go back and watch it again. Yes, Patrick Mahomes is under the weather, blah, blah, blah. Travis Kelsey didn't have Taylor Swift, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. You don't want you come to play. If you're in the game, you came to play. The Broncos handed it to the Chiefs. And let's remember here, we handed it to the Chiefs despite not playing a perfect game. We had a failed fourth down try in the first half. Russ had that fumble before halftime, which gave the Chiefs three more points. Then we had the blocked field goal in the third quarter. So we still had our blunders. But it didn't turn out like some of the other games. We overcame them, and we still whooped the Chiefs. Ha! Man, can you tell by my tone I'm excited? Like, this is the kind of game I wait to do this for. And we just played so solid. I mentioned last week against the Packers, I thought we found an identity. I mentioned that, and it showed up again in this game. We ended up pounding the rock, timely passing, taking shots downfield to see if we could complete them or get the pass interference call. It worked. It worked to a T this time. It worked pretty well against the Packers. It worked to a T this time. And I've been waiting a long time to say this. Russell Wilson outplayed Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) Yes, he did. I mean, he didn't have a ton of passing yards. 12-19 12-19 and 19 for 114 yards and three touchdowns for Russell Wilson. You know what? But the passes that weren't complete, we got some P.I. calls. And Russ kept his eyes downfield. He ran when the opportunity was there. He had eight carries for 30 yards. Let's go over Patrick Mahomes' numbers here. 24-38 for 241 and two interceptions and a fumble. Did not look very good good yesterday. You can say it's because of the flu or whatever the heck you want to say, but you know what? Let's get over to the defense, and we can go back to the offense later if we want. Oh my goodness. Okay. When you call people out, you got to give credit where credit is due. Vance Joseph, we wanted to run him out of town weeks ago, especially after the game against the Dolphins, and what does he do? He puts together a game plan to keep the Chiefs at nine points. Nine points. You got to get VJ the credit. Vance Joseph did it. I mean, the perfect game plan, I think, for the Chiefs. And I've always kind of thought that. 
keep everything in front of you, eliminate the big plays. They have Travis Kelsey and some other receivers that are either developing or a little underwhelming. And you probably have a good shot as long as you can get a pass rush. And that's what we did. That's what we did. And Baron Browning. <laughs> Woo! Two sacks yesterday, causing the fumble. Man, is it nice to have him back. And it's you have to remember that. He he hasn't been part of the team for a good part of the year. Just returned to the lineup last week. Looked way sharp. Looked like the missing piece on that line, on that rotating line. And just had a great game. Zach Allen came to play yesterday. I know it's hit and miss for some Broncos fans, depending on what we've seen this year, but that boy came to play yesterday. Only recorded half a sack. Had three tackles and an assist, but man... He was around the ball on every play. He was disrupting things they were doing and really helped out his fellow defensive teammates to be in positions to make plays by just disrupting the offense. Had a great game. Looked like the guy we brought over in free agency. And Jonathan Cooper had another solid game. Justin Simmons had a great game. Fumble recovery and interception. Jawan McMillan. Man, he has come on as well. It's just like all the pieces are gelling. And you you know with Vance Joseph's defense, he tries to make it overcomplicated. I feel like everywhere he's been, he's a defense coordinator. He tries to overcomplicate the process. When he, when he kind of backs up the script and simplifies everything and lets his players play, this is the result. And I think he's figured it out. I bet you part of that had to do with what Sean Payton wants to see out of the defense as well. And man, it's clicking. It clicked against the Packers. It clicked big time against the Chiefs yesterday. And you you just got to give the defense all the credit in the world. Five total turnovers between the defense and special teams. Man. Man. I mean, and let's think about this. Let's think about this. Speaking of defense and then special teams, Will Lutz, you know, he, he can't stand that one of his field goals were blocked. I mean, and the Broncos figured it out how the Chiefs timed it up and, and changed their uh, their call stance later when they made the other field goal. And Marvin Mims on special teams had two good returns. And let's remember, that guy hasn't even become a big part of the offense yet. I mean, it's just great. And we just have those stable pieces like Alex Singleton out there, Josie Jewell still playing well. I like what I see out of P.J. Locke. I like what I've seen out of him. PS2, sometimes he goes unnoticed. That's just because no one's going to throw his way. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, that's fine. But just the way we overcame everything yesterday. Going to halftime with a 14-9 lead. We had that streak we broke last week against the Packers where we had a halftime lead and lose the game. Broke that last week against the Packers and definitely showed up in the second half this week. Shut the Chiefs out in the second half on defense. I mean, insane. That's just that's just insane. That's crazy. If you would have told anybody yesterday, the Broncos will shut the Chiefs out in the second half. Who do you think was going to believe you? Just awesome. Just awesome. Congratulations, defense. I'm even going to do it. Yeah. Woo! Man, that was fun to watch. And on the offense, like I said, we have found an identity. 
Timely passing by Russell Wilson. And pounding the rock with our three running backs. Our corral of three running backs. It looks good. It just works. Russell Wilson adds in some rushing yards here and there himself. And we're able to sustain drives and keep the ball away from the other team. And especially when you're playing an elite quarterback on the other side of the ball, that's usually a good formula for success, and we did it. And not eye-popping stats by the wide receivers. Judy and Sutton both had two catches, both had a touchdown. But they were in the right place at the right time. Sutton's catch came as Russell Wilson scrambled out of the pocket, saw him in the corner of the end zone. They let him go. I mean, Jerry Judy tiptoe catch in the corner of the end zone himself. I mean, so not eye-popping stats, but timely catches. And Cortland Sutton getting a ton of pass interference calls when he's not able to get to the ball. Just doing an outstanding job. And you're kind of getting the feeling. I don't know what the rest of the year is going to look like, okay? None of us do, okay? We got a tough second half. But you got the feeling it started clicking against the Packers. We started finding an identity. Defense was starting to play more up to snuff. And this week, it came full circle in a game we've been wanting for a long time. Long time. I mean, I'll say it again. I think I said it at the starting of this. Probably my favorite Bronco game since Super Bowl 50. And I am dead serious about that. That was the best time watching it. I think I entertained the people quite a bit I was watching it with. I am pretty, uh, uh, how should I put, um, entertaining during games. Uh, pretty out there during games. Just just can't sit on, can't sit on a seat, have to be running around and all that kind of stuff. Uh, counted down the clock as we went to zero yesterday. Uh, and then found out uh, Adam with Cromwell Sports, is, his wife was uh, taping it on her phone. So I got to see my insane fandom after the fact. It was actually the first time I went Facebook Live, too, and, and was jumping up and down. That was fun. Yeah, I look back and I go, yep, that's me. <laughs> yep, that's me. And that, that, that was just too much fun. Too much fun. Didn't want it to end. The clock hit zero and you wanted to start all over again. But woo, I mean, wow. It just, wow. And... Sean Payton took this job knowing he was going to have to go up against Andy Reid and find ways to get W's against him. Found a way. And, and you got to think the formula for the Chiefs. Now, obviously, teams change their approaches and you're going to have to tweak things. But you got to think it's going to work for the Chargers, or at least it'll keep us in the game. And obviously, we still have a couple games against them coming up. And I'll say it right now. If we were playing the Raiders or the Commanders right now, who, of course, we lost to to start the season, they wouldn't stand a chance with the way the team looks right now. And I want to throw something else out there. Russ has gotten a ton of criticism, but he has more touchdowns, I believe, now than Patrick Mahomes, or they may be tied. And he has way less interceptions than Patrick Mahomes. And you can make the argument that he's playing the best out of all all the quarterbacks in the AFC West right now. You can make that argument. So it kind of makes it interesting for the future. Because Russ, I think, this is the way I'm going to put it, 
Russ is cooking, maybe not the way fans thought he would when he got here. Obviously, a lot happened last year. A lot of humble pie was eaten after that. But Russ is bought into Sean Payton's system. It looks better every week for the most part. And I don't know. I mean, we have a guy that can run the offense, that understands the situations. Now, yeah, he has to get rid of the untimely fumble at halftime. But, hey, you know what? Patrick Mahomes had two picks yesterday and a fumble. All right, let's remember that. Everyone calls him the best all the time. Didn't look that way yesterday. So got to give credit now to Russell Wilson where credit's due. And Javante Williams. I mean, just fighting for the extra yards, even when he doesn't get a ton of yardage, pounding on the defense. He wore that defense down yesterday. McLaughlin. Obviously, a change of pace back. Comes in, just gives a completely different element. And you think the defense would adjust when one comes in to replace the other. But they didn't have many answers yesterday. Javante Williams' average yards per carry wasn't great, but he pounded the rock just as we needed him to. McLaughlin was this great change of pace back. And what's great about all our running backs, I mean, this means a lot. They all can catch out of the backfield. And Russell Wilson... For all the criticism of, well, you know, he just looks downfield, holds the ball too long. He is checking the ball down to all of them when the opportunity is there. And they are all making the most of it when they get those chances. It just, it looked good. I would take that kind of performance yesterday any game the rest of the year. Any game the rest of the year. And that's, like I said, that's the crazy thing. We still have things to improve upon. There were passes left out on the field there. I mean, Russ had that great pass down the middle to Judy in the first half, but he also missed him a couple times down the field as well. There was some questionable blocking by the offensive line here and there on the passing and then still for the running game. That can be cleaned up and get better. Defensive line, while they played an outstanding game, the entire defense crossed the board, there's still things to clean up there about keeping the quarterback in the pocket, timely pressures, everything like that. But that just makes it that much more exciting. Like I said, things happened in yesterday's game that could be, still be even better. And yet we still whoop the Chiefs 24 to 9. And you know, I have to mention it. It's the first time the Broncos have beat the Chiefs since my father-in-law passed away, huge Broncos fan. And my pop passed away, gone but not forgotten. Neither one of them. They would have loved every second of that yesterday. They would have loved every second of that game yesterday. And Adam McCromwell, sports that I watched with him and I, that that was just endless fun for the both of us yesterday. Endless fun. We even said we just probably probably shouldn't, you know, poke the bear and just set it up the same way for every game for the rest of the year. Now, I don't know if life obligations will allow that, but I don't know. It worked pretty good yesterday. Hate to mess with it. (laughs) But wow, what a great feeling. What a great feeling. And then, of course, post-game, what was really nice to see, if you guys watch some of the post-game pressers, you watch some of the footage, you know, they're not, I'm sorry, Garrett Bowles walking into the locker room with Russell Wilson with his arm around him. And 
Then Justin Simmons comes walking by. They're all giving each other props. Garrett Bowles wants a big hug from Justin Simmons. And then during the postgame, Russell Wilson crediting the defense, Justin Simmons crediting the offense. It feels like team effort. It feels like team effort. And I saw Russell Wilson being a motivator yesterday, and I saw him being a teammate yesterday. Whatever that stuff is that's been talked about him from Seattle and everything, I think he's figured a few things out. I think the post game kind of showed that. And, man, the Broncos social media and PR people, I got to give them credit too. So after the Broncos win, and Taylor Swift was not there yesterday for Travis Kelsey, and all of us are tired of hearing about that BS, what do they do? When the Broncos win and they flash it up on the big screen, they play Taylor Swift. So the Chiefs have to listen to it walking off the field. I thought that was um, wonderful. (laughs) I thought that was so good. Like, man, not only we win, we're going to be a little cocky about it too. You know, there's nothing wrong with that in sports. Having a little cocky confidence. Nothing wrong with it. Little attitude there. I like it. I loved it. It was great. And that's the other thing I think we have to say about the defense. Travis Kelsey, six catches for 58 yards. If that's not containing that guy, I don't know what is. And that's with him actually breaking off his route and having a couple of fingertip catches when Mahomes was in trouble. So, I mean, that's even with him sneaking those in. Still just six catches for 58 yards. And, you know, the running backs for the Chiefs are no slouches. And Pacheco, who can be dangerous... If he gets a hole, didn't do much yesterday. Edwards Alaire didn't do anything yesterday. McKinnon didn't do anything yesterday. Again, credit to the defense. No eye popping stats from the offense that is considered elite in the NFL, or one of the offenses considered elite in the NFL. So, bravo, Broncos. Bravo. This is a streak that needed broken for quite some time, and you did it. And let's remember, this is one reason Sean Payton was brought into Broncos country, was to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Check that one off your list. And this kind of win. Now, we'll see if the rest of the season holds. Okay, there's some tough games second half of the year. But this game can be a momentum changer, a franchise changer, and that confidence boost that we have been looking for to where hopefully we don't come out and have those games where it just looks like we, we're lulled to sleep some games or something like that, or it's just off. Now, well, yeah, okay, will every team probably still have an off game in the second half of the year? Yes. But you just got the feeling after the game, a monkey was off the Broncos' back. The confidence was back. It just felt different. It felt different. And the second half of yesterday's game watching, it felt different. You saw the confidence in the players. It felt completely different. And what fun. That was just amazing fun. And like I said, I think we found our identity, our formula for success. And time will tell if that's true. But Broncos country... Broncos are on by next week. Let's enjoy every second of this. I can't think of a better way to go into a bye week. Now let's say it one more time, and then I will sign off. Once again, the Denver Broncos take it to the Kansas City Chiefs. Woo! And win it home 24-9. And until next time, this is the Rye Man with the Broncos Country Blitz.
remember to find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Broncos country and on Twitter at DDCR underscore BCB.